Daddy D, if it ain't going down at the Bunny Ranch, it ain't going down at all. It's going down, going down at the Bunny Ranch. I mean, we all came here to have fun, right? Isn't yeah. that why you... Seriously, from the day we were born. Really? Hmm. True. Welcome back to the Bunny Ranch Podcast. I'm James, and today we're here at, with someone from Sagebrush Ranch. And yes, I started it already to catch that little fun tidbit that she didn't know about. So, <laughs> this is someone who is kind of like really mysterious but cool. Mm. Um... Probably one of the most hilarious and fun. And when I say hilarious, I mean I was laughing because we were just joking around when we did the, her video shoot. Um, but Miss Tori Lisa from Sagebrush Ranch. Hi, everyone. So, so good to be here. Yeah, welcome onto the show. Thank you. I appreciate you having me. So now, Tori, some of these people might not know you, right? I mean, it's a good chance this is around the world, around the country. Hey, even around the backyard, or in the backyard, upside down, under the couch, you know, on the kitchen couch. Oh, anyways, back to the show. Um, who are you, and why did you come to here? Like, well, why did you show up at Sagebrush? That's a great question. So, a lot of people don't realize that Tori Lisa is actually my real name. Really? I came here to live my truth, and okay. to provide space where people can feel safe in living their truth where they can be their fullest expression of themselves. And in doing so, I get to be that conduit by being the most fullest expression of myself. Okay. Um, I am in multiple lifestyle circles in real life. And it started a few years ago in a, in a journey of exploration of who am I? So that's a really great question because I spent the last few years really digging deep to find out who I am. Hmm. And I'm a lot of things, as we all are, but um, one of the lifestyle circles that I was introduced to was um, ethical non-monogamy, which actually I do have a history of it going back like 17 years. Mm -hmm. um, but I was exploring more of the polyamory side of ethical non-monogamy. Okay. I used to be a swinger, but then I went into more of the bonded uh, type dynamics. And the reason why is I discovered that I'm what's called a demisexual. So I require an actual connection with somebody um, before intimacy is really uh, explored in a more powerful way. Okay. Okay. I can, so I, I like I can actual connections. I thrive off of actual connections. So for like 18 months, I was part of a thruple. I love being able to um, express myself sensually, sexually. I um, became very public about my process of moving through the polyamory lifestyle and mm -hmm. so on. I also am very open about the fact that I am pansexual. A lot of people will recognize the word bisexual. I love men and women, so that's why the thruple worked really well for me. Um, I had a girlfriend and a boyfriend, but they were also girlfriend and hmm. boyfriend. So we were all one big unit. So 
Then I managed to find my way through the BDSM world. And Ooh. so one okay. of my partners, um, one of my primary partners um, outside of the thruple was a dom. And so I started exploring being a submissive. Okay. And going to dungeon parties, learning everything I could about kink and fetish and so on. And the thing is, is we all have a kink, whether we're willing to admit it or not. And the kink doesn't mean that it's um, wrong. Kinks are naturally wired in us. So I moved through those circles. And again, I'm very public about what I do. I don't hide any aspect of it. I don't have a reason to hide things that society says you should be ashamed of or that you should feel guilty about. Like sexual oppression is already bad enough. Yeah. But to be able to have space to explore kinks and fetishes and so on in a way that's safe, sane, and consensual. That's the other thing. So I gained a lot of experience and one thing led to another and I am now what I identify as, um, people may understand this term, switch. So I can be dominant or submissive. I can be a top or a bottom. Um, I can be a sadist or a masochist. But under all of that, under every last bit of that, I am a nurturer. I am a caregiver. I am very tender. I'm actually very intuitive. Um, I love to make authentic connections. So when somebody mm -hmm. comes here, I actually connect with them in some way, shape, or form. Um, a lot of people think that um, people who come to the ranches, uh, you know, they come in and they pick a girl and that girl is somehow obligated to have a party. And the thing is, is we aren't obligated. We get to pick and choose the clients Correct. that we that we play with and party with. So for me, um, I am pretty efficient in making a connection. It doesn't take um, 30 minutes of talking in order to establish one, but I make an actual connection with somebody. I meet them where they are. And then if it's not aligned for me or if the vibe isn't right, I will politely you know, endorse them, you know, maybe talking to another girl. So I pick and choose who yeah. I spend my time with. Makes and sense. so each of the people that come in get an authentic experience while they are with me, whether it's with a girlfriend experience, because I am tender. I am very gentle. Um, human touch is very important, um, which in, say, BDSM, um, sensory play is very popular with me. It's something I specialize can, in. Can you, can you explain that a little bit? I know sure. a little bit, but yeah. I don't know if all of our audience might not sensory play. Like Absolutely. what, what is that? So sensory play is a way to awaken the senses by either enhancing them or by removing them. So for instance, hmm. I use a bunch of different um, toys, as, as they're called. I've got different types of um, fun things to play with. What I do is, an example would be, in order to enhance someone's sense of hearing, they tune in more to it if you take away their sense of sight. So if you blindfold someone, they're going to tune into their hearing a lot more 
because you've removed one of their senses. Yeah. Uh, like um, sensory deprivation tanks. Correct. Kind of things. Correct. And for me, as someone who is introducing somebody to kink, BDSM, and so on, they want to go into it, but they're not sure how or what to start with. I usually start with sensory play. And okay. the reason why is because it allows the person to get in tune with themselves. They have to be in tune with themselves and feel very grounded and safe. Hmm. And it's a trust building process. So I will use things that are not going to hurt you. A lot of people think that BDSM is just, you know, pain and, and power. And it's not. It's about an energetic exchange. It's about a um, sharing of pleasure, of giving and taking, receiving and serving. You know, it's, it's, it's a lot of different things. But it's this beautiful symphony between two humans, and what I do is I start with that sensory play. It doesn't mean that they're going to not have control of their experience. In fact, I am huge on communication, whether it's yeah. a threesome, whether it's a BDSM scene, everything is negotiated up front. And I always encourage a flow of communication from them to me and me to them. So I will do, I'll check in. Of course, we have safe words and all that stuff. I mean, this is, you know, legitimate professional services being rendered. Yeah. Um, and all of that is discussed up front. But the thing is, is a lot of people think that somebody who is submissive, even if they are, let's say, restrained or they have a ball gag in their mouth and they can't talk, there's always a safe word or a process to communicate so if, say, a ball gag is involved, they can tap me three times, and that ends the scene. They okay. always have full control over their experience. Yeah. And I honor that. It's not about powering over somebody or causing them pain or removing their power. They literally, a submissive is actually the one in full control of any scene with a dom. And the dom is actually in service to the sub. So there's a lot of misconceptions out there. And so what I do is introduce someone safely with a lot of communication. I do it with, um, I am in service to them. And I will always make sure that their experience is pleasurable. But they're also getting in tune with themselves, which allows them to have more enhanced experiences. It's very important to do, to like really be in tune with yourself and to feel comfortable in your skin. And by waking up the skin in ways that never involve pain, it's fun. Hmm. I really enjoy it. I really enjoy it. Yeah, I mean, Physical sounds... touch is very, very important. Yeah. And having different ways of being touched, sensory play is the way to go. Hmm. Interesting, okay. Mm -hmm. uh, that's definitely the... Uh, most interesting, uh, like, who are you kind of topic right there. <laughs> yes. uh, and, I'm, and the thing is... I mean, that, that actually is really good. I've never had someone actually go in that depth. So I, that, that's amazing. You know, um, I like to go deep. <laughs> don't we all? We'd like to get a deep. I mean, what? Uh, but, yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. I, you got me at a loss for words right there. Jesus. I take this very seriously. Yeah. Like, I'm not here because I had to. 
A lot of people think, oh, somebody who works at a brothel must be the end of the road for them or they don't have skill sets to fall back on. No, I brought skill sets here. Yeah. I brought them here to create opportunities for people who don't otherwise have access to it. Correct. And to me, it's important that I have good human connections and that I provide experiences that people might just dream about or crave and not even realize it. Yeah, I mean, um, that is the biggest thing, right? People don't realize that what we do here, you know, allows others to explore different sexual activities mm -hmm. or to relieve some kind of stress or um, anxiety or anything like that. Yeah. And as you can tell, um, anyone who's listening or watching, obviously she's very well educated and very well spoken. Thank you. Because um, generally not a lot of people can, you know, catch me speechless at that point. Uh, or, I mean, I'm, I'm, maybe I'm interested in all the crazy sensory deprivation and... Well, that's just one example. I mean, I... No, I'm just... I, yeah. I don't mean crazy in a bad way, guys. You, I actually... There are things that... Yes, we all have those kinks. We all have those fun things. We all I'm like I'm driven stuff. by curiosity. Yeah. And I encourage people to be driven by their own curiosity. And I want them to find the space here... Mm -hmm. and you go on tour with me and you get to see my room. You're going to see my personality there. You're going to yeah. see that I have a lot of depth to me. I'm, you know, a professional model and a burlesque performer. Um, I have been in the porn industry with um, a specific studio. Um, and I've also, you know, done the BDSM and so on. So, like, I take this very seriously because it's a natural extension of myself. So why would I not naturally create the space and sanctuary for people to be their fullest expression of themselves like because so many times we move through this world feeling shame for having this urge or this need yeah and to verbalize it, it means that you may actually be ostracized or shunned or rejected and so on and and i'm about creating acceptance and sanctuaries and safe havens for people to just be themselves and not feel like they're being judged. I am about kink positivity, body positivity, sex positivity, gender positivity. You know, like you can come exactly as you are and feel accepted and I will honor that and meet you where you are and then be that conduit for you to kind of open up a little bit more and to kind of unleash a little bit more of who you really are inside. Because hmm. I had the privilege and the honor to be able to do that for myself. And I want to be able to pass that baton on and say, hey, I see you. I understand what you're going through. And so for me, I'm about acceptance. Hmm. So, yeah, it's, it's something I enjoy doing. And it's a privilege to be here to do it. No. And it feels like everything I did in my life came to this point to, like, do this thing. Um, I am college educated. I, I can move in some of the most sophisticated circles. I can, you can take me out, fine dining and so on. But at the end of the day, I just want people to, to feel like they are accepted and that they can move through the world in a way that they're seen, heard, understood. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm a nurturer. This, the, all this, you know, people think, oh, God, I'm scared of her. No, 
Actually, I'm the least scary person in the room. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, I'm only the other like, person in the room, so. <laughs> yeah, we got to look out for you, James. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> um, so, going back a little bit, though, um, you said you do burlesque. Yes. So, what what's that like? Like, because mm. obviously it's a little different than this right now. A little oh, bit. yeah, for sure. But what what is that like? Like, what do you like? How, how does that work in how, like everything else? So I made a promise to myself that when I saw something or ex- experienced something that lit me up, I would go that direction. And okay. I went to my first burlesque show in September of twenty. 20, yeah, September 2020. Okay. And I was so blown away. I mean, I'd seen, you know, on TV, I knew what burlesque was. But I went to see a friend perform, and I was so blown away. It's about body positivity, um, you know, being able to express yourself. It's very creative. I'm, I'm a creative person. I'm a writer. Yeah. I, I'm very artistic and so on. So being able to see these people feeling free on stage and taking their clothes off and having money thrown at them in the process just lit me up. And I was like, I have got to do this. Yeah. So I went through um, the academy, through um, the troop, the largest super troop at the time in Colorado, where I'm from. And I graduated um, despite COVID quarantines and so on. I was able to graduate in January of 2021. I have performed in many different venues. I absolutely Love it. Absolutely love it. Hmm. I get to go out there and show the world that regardless of my age, regardless of my body type, regardless of any of that, uh, which in many ways society sees as a barrier or as a downside, Yeah, I get to go out there and show the world that you are freaking beautiful and you, you can express yourself. And it's a very powerful and moving experience for me. And I just love being on stage. I am an exhibitionist. I won't lie. I'm an exhibitionist. <laughs> and so to me, it's a, it's a fun way to express myself. And then go home with, you know, iron out some dollar bills that get thrown at you while you're up there. I don't yeah. do it for the money, though. But it is kind of fun to have uh, stripper money. Especially, you know, <laughs> yeah, when you're doing it for fun. Yeah, when you're doing it for fun. No, yeah. I, I can I can understand that. Yeah. So, um, so burlesque has been fun. Um, if it's not fun, I don't do it. Okay. That was another promise I made to myself. If it's not fun, if I'm not having fun, I'm not going to do it. So let's say somebody comes in and parties with me. I don't fake anything. Like I don't fake orgasms um if it's not fun i make it fun i will introduce hey let's do this thing or hey have you ever done that or um a lot of times i'll ask people what are some fantasies you've always Hmm. wanted to do what can i do to help you with that so it may not be today but it might be another day yeah but like let's explore what what's fun for you or what you think might be fun so going on that fantasy side though um what's the What's the most um, most fun fantasy you got to actually explore, you know, while you've been here? 
you do realize that I we can't go into detail like yeah. any like real detail just I, I'm not well, I asking guess, like I guess what a basic I'm gonna go back on the whole thing that I brought experiences here like mm -hmm. I have done some crazy stuff before I even came here yeah so that's why I'm very comfortable with these scenarios here yeah um I love when couples come in okay um when I first got here, because I was polyamorous and so on, um, couples don't come in very often, but when they do, um, only certain girls specialize in that, myself yes. included. Correct. And the first couple of weeks I was here, I told the girls, I was like, girls, listen, if you, get, if you book with a couple, please pull me in. Or, hey, if you book with, you know, if you've got a regular that wants to do a threesome, pull me in on that party because... I'm dying here. It's a typical Tuesday for me to have a threesome, and I've been here for two weeks and haven't had one yet. So I actually was craving some of the experiences <laughs> that were like normal back home. Jeez. And I'm like, I didn't want, you know, and I'm like on the message boards, hey, guys, seriously, come have a threesome. Let's have a two girl party. It's yeah. fun. It's like, I know what I'm doing. You're not going to have something backfire if it's the first time you and your spouse or your partner, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, I'm literally creating a container for you guys to walk away with a positive experience and I'm having fun. So hmm. wild and crazy. I mean, let's see. I recently had, okay. I'm kind of small. I'm curvy, but I'm petite. So like I, my feet don't even, touch the ground here um so i had a party recently and understand that i keep everybody's you know identity confidential but like Correct. this guy came in he's like six five and it was a pegging party oh shit i was doing the pegging obviously well, yeah. Yeah. and so it was kind of a logistics thing because of the height difference now i used to date a guy that was seven feet tall he was a basketball player and so on so it wasn't like my first foray into little me and big them okay um but he came in and luckily i had the foresight uh, based on real life experiences i had bought some furniture for my room that allowed me to have a little extra height and leverage and so on. I was like, I knew that ottoman was gonna be, <laughs> come in handy, I knew I was gonna need it and boom, there I was, you know, going to town. And he had this amazing experience and it was his first time doing pegging. So again, I'm like really good for people who are brand new to something. Okay. So I was like, okay, Time, you know, I'm not going to start time until we are actually, you know, in this, but I need to like work out the height logistics here. I need to see like how we are going to arrange this. And so, yes. And, and once we got the, that figured out, cause it can be awkward trying to figure out positions and heights and height differences and so on. I kind of think about that ahead of time. I'm a strategist. Yeah. I think ahead of time, I'm a big picture thinker. So for those at home, um, Give a very basic, and when I mean basic, really basic definition of what pegging is. Because I, I, that's a little, I, for a lot of audiences, Absolutely. it can be a little much to explain, but, or to I'm like understand, to but just a I'm basic understanding. To educate. Yeah. Um, in its most basic form, someone 
aka me, let's in this example, mm -hmm. has what's called a strap-on. And the strap-on can come in different forms. It could be in the form of a harness. It could be in the form of like um, clothing, like panties. Mm -hmm. And it has an attachment area where you can put accessories on. So like a dildo or something okay. would be attached to the harness or the clothing article. And then I would be the one doing the penetration okay. with that toy. Interesting. In however they want to receive it. Okay. We'll leave that up for the uh, <laughs> imagination at that point. Jeez. Uh, um, so definitely, guys, if you make sure to come see her for that kind of stuff. And it's, and again, it's men, women. It, it could be any, any variation it's fun. Hmm. It actually is fun. And it's really great for people who may need special accommodations. Maybe they have ED. Okay. Um, maybe they are not able to perform for themselves, but it's one way they can perform and to please and so on. So I receive pegging as well. And yeah. so, you know, there's, there's that. Like, it's not just me doing everything. It's also about that exchange, the giving and receiving, the reciprocation, the law of reciprocity, <laughs> both having fun. Hey, as long as you're having fun. Um, so for someone just starting out in uh, BDSM kink mm -hmm. in general, mm -hmm. right? You said sensory is a good one to start with. It's one so I'd like to start Make sure you guys are keeping, you know, writing notes. Mm -hmm. um, what would be your second choice? I, I, I'm sorry if we already discussed your second choice. I don't think we did. I don't think we no, um, But what would be, like, give me your, like, in, like, give me your top five of so, what you would want to introduce someone brand new to it. Like, okay. on first appointment, obviously sensory, right? Mm -hmm. um, second, maybe something else. Well, I have to back up a little bit. I want to know what's motivating them. Say, okay. for instance, we have a lot of high-powered people who are so responsible for everything and everyone all day long. They're running businesses and, you know, corporations mm -hmm. and, and they're in charge all the time and they just want to let go and not have to be in charge and have somebody else be in charge. So I'm, I generally do an intake to find out what is motivating you to be here to do this yeah. thing. Do you, do you need to surrender? Do you need to learn how to trust somebody again? Because BDSM can have a healing element. It can, you can learn how to surrender and to trust and mm. to allow and to receive. And for someone who is a perpetual giver, 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 or someone who's constantly taking care of everyone, to be taken care of is such a wonderful, sweet space to be in and to know that you're safe in that space. So, like, I want to find out, do you need to let go? Do you need to surrender? Are you being more of a submissive? Or are you needing to feel like you need to be in charge of something for once in your life? Have you been stripped of, of your ability to be in charge or to make decisions or to have power and so on? So, like, I'm trying to feed what's missing. And I have to identify where you are in that spectrum. And because I'm a switch, I understand both. Okay. And I can, I can even in the moment switch. Um, I can hold um, domination space or top space at the same time as holding submissive space. So like in a threesome, hmm. um, I can have a dom 
dominating me and me being submissive to that dom, but then also me dominating, say, a slave dynamic. Okay. The real, the, the bottom, bottom. Hmm. Okay. So like the bottom, bottom, the bottom, 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 bottom. <laughs> the bottom, bottom. Um, so like a second thing that I would love to do is to a help somebody explore what is it that they really, really need to feed, mm-hmm. and then um, any BDSM scene is negotiated down to every detail. So negotiations do take a little bit longer, but I will basically, I'm from a consent culture. Everything is done by consent. Everything is done with your consent and the ability to revoke consent at any given moment for any reason. So I would love to have somebody come in who's in charge all the time and is just exhausted from it to learn how to maybe trust again or to, Maybe do a little bit of bondage. I have a six-point harness on my bed that most people don't know is there. <laughs> like you walk into my room and you can see my modeling pictures. You can see um, some of the kink and fetish stuff, although it's not prominent. Um, it's speckled throughout my room. And sometimes people come in and they've never been exposed to that world. And they immediately get afraid and they're like, oh, God, you're not going to do that to me, are you? And it's like, no, 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 this is just a skill set I offer. It's not a requirement and it's not like <laughs> going to happen to you unless, you know, I'm not going to do anything you don't want me to do. And I'm certainly not going to do it unless you pay me to do it. You know, that kind yeah. of thing. So it's like um, having people maybe understand BDSM a little bit more by exploring it. But for me... Putting somebody who is burnt out by the demands of life, being able to come in and just let go for a minute Mm -hmm. and to know that they're in good hands and that they still have control over everything, um, whether it be the safe word or just saying, um, no, that's that that doesn't feel good for me. And let's do something different. I've changed my mind. You can do that. So. Yeah, being able to maybe escalate it a little bit higher into more trustworthy type um, situations. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, I love to have my ass smacked and you know pull my hair. Like I love receiving. I mean, who does? That. I mean, like, who who doesn't like that? I mean, a little bit of ass smacking. I mean, <laughs> I mean, hey, you know, it's been a while. Uh, but so yeah, it's like I can I can shift very yeah. quickly, but it's all discussed and negotiated ahead of time. So, hmm. yeah, but I'm, I'm a great girlfriend experience out date. Like I can have conversations with depth. I can, I know which silverware to use and fine dining. Like, you know, I've, I've got a lot to offer, but sometimes people can't get past that BDSM thing and they don't realize it's not what you see on TV. So, um, anyone, if you're thinking about that, definitely make sure you do email her or jump on our message board. The links will be scattered through all this show um and it will also be in the descriptions so yeah so the sex menu you can see a lot of the things that i offer which pretty much is everything but um again it's experience it's not because i'm just um wanting to book somebody because that's what they want to do it's literally what i do yeah and what i'm good at and what I want to teach or to create opportunities for, for people who have curious about it. Or if you're a seasoned BDSM person, come on in, you know, you're going to meet your match. It's like, you're going to be able to see somebody who's like, 
Hmm. Got you, you know. Um, a lot of times you don't have alignment because one person one person is highly skilled and the other person isn't. Um, I will meet you where you are and kind of bring you in so that mm-hmm. you walk away feeling empowered, that you feel more confident. So important to create that confidence yeah. um, in people's experiences, which translates into confidence in their own body and and their own how they move through the world and so yeah um i don't kink shame so like if you have questions happy to answer them um you know as long as it's an allowed conversation like wait i can't talk prices or anything like that you have to come down and see me um it is a specialty party but at the same time it's like i can create economical options to kind of explore it and and kind of stair step your way in so that you can plan ahead and so on but i love to create opportunities for people who are curious curiosity is such an amazing energy Hmm. and i think that it's what propels us through life and i want to help you explore those curiosities well definitely guys make sure you do that um Tori, we're getting close to the end. Mm, you know, no. Yeah, I know. I right? want to keep talking about it. I know. Um, so if someone really wants to get in touch with you, yes. you know, what what would be the best route to do that? Okay. So um, if you go to the sagebrushranch.com website, I am listed on the website as Tori Lisa. You can find me across all social media as Tori Lisa. Um, you get to see you know, my adventures and so on, but you can find me on my work Twitter, which is my Sagebrush Twitter mm-hmm. is Tori Lisa SBR. Um, you can email me. There's a button on the website where you can just click to email, but I'm Tori Lisa at sagebrushranch.com. And I am happy to receive your emails, your questions, things you might be curious about, things that you might be like concerned about, anything like that. Um, I don't kink shame. I'm very accepting. Um, I won't yuck anybody's yum, anything like that, as okay. we call it. Um, so, yeah, I would love to talk to you and to give you whatever information I can legally give you about how to um, spend time with me to explore those things. And at the same time, it's like I'm pretty lighthearted and fun. It's not so yeah. serious. Like, <laughs> Oh my gosh, if you go on Twitter today, you're going to see like I am the queen of innuendo. I'm not just an oral queen, but I'm like, I love, you know, to play around, joke around with innuendo. And so uh, the dude, El Duderino, and I were like putting together my spinner wheel, which I have in my room. If somebody books an hour, they get to spin my wheel. So we were putting that together the other day. It's like, I I like to have fun. I'm lighthearted and Mm -hmm. silly and and so on, but I can be serious when I need to be, but I am a shitload (laughs) of fun when you just need to like cut up and laugh and, and just let loose. Yeah. But you're always safe with me. Well, you guys and girls out there, Make sure if you're not following us on Twitter at Bunny Ranch, at Sagebrush Ranch, at Kit Kat Brothel. Um, you can also find us on Facebook. You can find us on our websites. Mm-hmm. But if you're listening to this podcast, whether you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, all these other things, um, or 
if you're watching us on YouTube, which you're watching the video portion, and if you're not watching on YouTube, definitely take a look at it. Uh, YouTube.com slash Money Ranch Network. That way you can see the beautiful Tori Lisa. Ah, thank you, darling. Make sure you do subscribe, like, comment, subscribe, and you know all what? those crazy share videos. that stuff. Yep. Like share it everywhere. Share it. We've been trending top um, 100 comments. on Apple Podcasts. So comments, we love comments. Yep, definitely. You no, know, like your feedback or your questions. Like, um, it's always best to question. You know, like private questions. Of course, you can email me privately or yep. message me privately, but. Um, yeah, comment, like, share, follow, exactly. all those things. And if and you I'm, have any questions that you want to ask any of the ladies as mm -hmm. well, or if you have questions that you want to see asked in a later episode, which um, can happen, you can reach me at james at bunnyranch.com, um, which is my work email, so mm -hmm. you can easily get a hold of me there. All of it is listed right on the screens and in the description. Again, thank you guys so much for making season two of the Bunny Ranch podcast amazing. Thank you, Tori, for being here today. Thank you for having me here. And uh, thank you for allowing me to, to spend time with you as well. I mean, you made me part of your day, and it's an honor and privilege. So thank you. Appreciate right. you. Have a good day, guys. Bye.